what's up this is aja hey what's going on this is lamar and this is a breath of fresh society podcast today we are going to jump back into our hollywood series today's episode is hollywood series featured hidden gems so did you want to just explain to them really quickly what we mean when we say that yeah of course so just having a little you know roundhouse conversation and we were just you know i just i seen something i think we were on prime amazon prime just like literally not too long ago but and i seen a, a, a film the waterboard so it brought up <laughs> yeah so basically the idea is films that should be considered like you know those classic like films you can watch over and over but they're not really like mentioned or talked about as much as some of the other ones you know yeah so we're kind of just doing like a rundown of those type of films like the underdog yeah underdog films that literally should not be underdog they should be like up there held up with those other classics you know because some classics be like you know but we're gonna you're gonna let that be but yeah pretty much that's what we're gonna do today just drop a short list of those talk about why we believe those films are as such and go forward from there so which one are you gonna start first? I mean, since you mentioned Waterboy, that's oh. one of our both of yeah. our favorite Adam Sandler, you know, films. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. one of my favorite comedians. Mm-hmm. And this man, he is just a genius when it comes to the way that he like does his comedy. He gets in the roles really good. And doesn't and you know what's crazy? He he never requires like a lot of dressing up or not being hit, you know, his yeah. own self on film is just his natural type of funny. And to me, I love like when actors like that and actors slash comedians come along like that because that instantly puts them in a different category. Because some people can't match both. You, some people can't be a comedian and be a great actor, you know, and make great films and have people laughing. Like I know if you say it's a film with Adam Sandler, I know I'm gonna give me a good laugh. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to run down the list of his films real quick since we're talking about this film first, but mentioning this is mainly about order, but, like, you know, like, Big Daddy, uh, Mr. Deeds. Yeah. Um, one that I haven't seen 100%, but I want to, is the animated one he did, Eight Crazy Nights, the one he produced. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that movie. Hotel Transylvania. A lot Hotel of people don't know that's his voice. Yeah. A lot of, I, and it took me, like, the character looks like, but a lot of people won't realize, like, that's Adam Sandler, like, did a great job. One of my favorites, Don't Mess With the Zohar. Oh, my gosh. Don't that's Mess With the Zohar. That's not considered to be like a film a funny like classic either but to it me should be <laughs> hey i'm gonna tell you what is up there with we're gonna get to that later because that's definitely on the list but yeah if you want to go ahead let's we can get back to waterboy uh yes um i feel like waterboy has the you know the classic film vibe because it's like yo you're never going to see somebody else attempt something like that like and who would do a film High about a, H2O. <laughs> how you would do a film a whole film about a waterboy like literally this thing about the the, the concept like it's like <laughs> hometown like from the south type film he supposed to be have a little issue or something wrong with him and the story is basically centered around him being a water boy but turning football player and just a bunch of crazy shit happening and it's funny at the same time so it's like yeah. it's so yeah. many like yo, lines that yo. you could like say from that movie <laughs> we be quoting it all the yo. time no gonna no send this you're wrong mama's <laughs> right <laughs> Like we just mama, mama, mama said, mama said. <laughs> Stop. All right, look. But yeah, so. But if you have not seen Waterboy, that is definitely oh, yeah. on the list. You, you, you should. Yeah, you I, Adam place, Sandler yeah. as like you know an artist and an actor and a producer writer. Yeah. I'm just gonna say I feel like it's one of the best. Yeah. Of and all time. To me, like he even has. He's some fi- really yeah. underrated. Some films that I've seen like 
I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I like this other child film you did, the Bedtime Stories movie. Mm-hmm. That was good. Um, like when I told you that, I wish you would have had a chance to see. It. I don't think you got a chance to see it yet because I still gotta be watching myself. But the cobbler, he plays like the shoe repairman, and the machine is basically like whatever he's shoes he sold a stitch up in yeah. the shop. He becomes that person while he wears the shoes. I think so, I've seen a little bit of yeah, that. Yeah, it's always on Netflix for a while. Now you see, like, yeah, I try like to get you it. said, pretty much we're turn, we're not turning this into like an Adam yeah, 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 type no, thing. No, 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 we no. might actually add him to our interest in people series. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. To go more further, but yeah. just to say, I feel like Waterboy is a classic. I don't hear a lot of people talk right. about it, and to me, that's like one of the funniest movies. Yes, that he's ever made. Consistently funny though. Like I've watched that movie from VHS to DVD streaming to now again back streaming i'm like it's it's something i've watched like for a very long time and it's always been funny to me no matter it's like if you can put a film in and get a good laugh or just know it's about to be because you know what it's about and yeah that's definitely the first hidden gem for sure the water boy by adam sandler movie came out in 1998 so it's kind of old it's dated but yes it's definitely a good film so funny funny as hell Thank you, Adam Sandler, for that. But yeah, so that was my. That's the first one. I guess we can say that's a neutral one because we both definitely agree. Yeah. Um, what's another, you know, hidden gem film you're thinking about? Like that you. So for me, I feel like honestly, us millennials don't really realize how old that we are. But yeah. there are a lot of movies, and I'm like, I didn't even realize that that movie came out in that time frame. Right. So I say that to say I feel like this might be controversial. But Mean Girls, mm. that is like a classic chick flick film. Yeah, and I feel like that probably was a starting an era because that that film is dated. When did it, when did it come out? Two thousand four. Okay, yeah, that's and that's yeah for that. And I say this, it is talked about in a certain light, but they don't. They call have it a classic. Lot, yeah, but it is talked about all in the sayings that you hear, like um, we on Wednesdays we wear pink. Yeah. Like, you go, Glen Coco. Four for you, Glen Coco. That all comes from Mean Girls. They even have their own website. They have had collaborations with makeup, different things. They actually have, like, the actual burn book makeup, like, holder thing. Oh. See, and that's why I was like, do you think that makes that film? Yeah, that you think that film should be just off of the I think height so. of it? Like, I believe so, too. Honestly, Definitely. people don't talk about that as much because of the type of film it is. Right. But... The concept of it, if you actually watch the movie, like, you'll see it's, like, a real-life situation that she's going right. through. So, it's it's fun, uh, funny and stuff. Tina Fey was, like, a genius for that. <laughs> a lot of people don't know, um, but she actually um, wrote and produced, basically came up with the idea for that. So, she used a lot of her cast members from... Um, What's the name of the, the thing that Saturday she Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know why this whole time I must have just been blind to it. But did you realize who Regina George's mom was in the movie? You said Regina George's mom. Mm-hmm. The one she's like, I'm a cool mom. I think you told me this the other day. Uh, was it the, from Euphoria? <laughs> no. Were you talking? About, it's oh, this her. Something else? Oh, and the way that they had her dress and stuff in the movie, like I didn't even realize that that was her. Amy, po- Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, yeah. But yeah, I just say that to say, like, of course, everybody has their opinions about um, like movies and stuff like that. But yeah. 
I think I would put it in comparison for for this millennial generation. People might not agree with me, right. but I would put it as like this generation's type of clueless. Okay. Because for us, yeah, Clueless was like, I ain't gonna lie, like I said, I used to, you know, like I said, growing up with Because everybody stuff, rants and raves about oh, that Clueless. movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I would put it up there with that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it goes into the category. So that's why I said, yeah, it does. It does fit in the Because that's literally movies that yeah. our, our children and their grandchildren and stuff are yeah. going to be watching. And their generation, that's going to be like their clue. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I get it. Because like I said, we, oh yeah, I agree. So I'll put it in the category of like one of those like high school like And I've made him watch it plenty of times. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it a lot. So yeah, I agree with that though. Like hundred percent and then the time One of my favorite was, movies yeah. of all time. I have a <laughs> lot of favorite movies, but that's definitely on the top of my list. Yeah. But I'm not going to spend too much time oh, with yeah. each one because this is going to turn into oh, yeah. an so hour for, or more podcast. I got one. Yeah, but, I got one up next. So mine's is a little, it's not even like, you know, it's comedy, of course. Um, it's going to be a hero movie. But for me, one of the biggest movies of all time that I feel like hasn't been stapled as such. And um, what for me, I, I was feeling I it's a, I'm going to say The Avengers. Like the original Avengers movie. Oh, I thought you were going to say something different. Nah, just, yeah. But I, the original Avengers for me, being that it was the first film hit, um, team up movie like that was big budgeted, mm-hmm. and for the dark, like whole, for the dynamic of the film, like what it was meant to do, and to bring all that to live, you know, big screen, and to be as successful as it was, and led to as much as it has after that, should be considered a classic film. Like I turn on the Avengers now, and I literally just watch it. Like yeah, I know what's going on in this movie because I've seen it so many times. It definitely has a lot of replay value because it's comic book stuff and you know fiction related so definitely don't mind turning on like for me i'll say from the casting like the people that like people that they casted for that movie kind of had their own line like anyway you got chris evans yeah chris hemsworth robert downey yeah robert downey jr scar johansson you, you know you got Sam, oh, samuel jackson that right there and jeremy renner like mm-hmm. so, all the Avengers pretty much had their own little line. Like all those names, Mark Ruffalo, he kind of had his little following. Uh, I guess before before that big role and more because they switched Edward Norton out with for him. But I ain't get to deep in that. But definitely a classic film, a, a starlit cast, and a good overall superhero classic film that you'll watch. So, and it's in this in this kid appropriate, which makes it like good. It had that mid. It had that. It didn't break that barrier. It stayed right where it needed to be. So. Definitely part of my next for sure. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be a little bit different. This is going to be more of a series type choice that I'm going So I feel like growing up, you know, horror movies, scary movies were one of my favorite movies to watch. I wasn't one of the kids that was like scared to watch films like that or anything like that. Me and my sister and my best friends and stuff were literally watching stuff like that at <laughs> elementary school age. So I've been watching stuff like that basically you might as well say for a good 20 years so with that being said i feel like (sighs) horror movies are hard to follow up on as far as remakes and stuff yeah but a series that i think does not get enough credit for this generation for like really good horror movies is the insidious series Mm. what else i feel like that's a solid series oh yeah 
And I'm not a big horror fan, you know that. I like scary movies, but I'm not a big horror fan or, te- or But you don't really hear a lot of but people talk yeah, about they those. don't. They don't call. They don't put. They don't put Insidious up there on like Scream level, Saw level. Like Saw, mm-hmm. low key. I know this is a controversial statement, but a little overrated to me. Like it's the same plot with every movie. I just finally seen. We just finally kind of looked at Spiral and was like, which was it was it actually was good, good, but it was like that didn't get a lot of talk about. That either. didn't either. But like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to get off track. My bad. But it was good. But like this, like Saw being rated as high as it is, Scream definitely deserves because that last Scream we just seen, perfect slasher film. Just gonna leave that right there. But um, beyond that, like you just did this miss insidious like nothing like even like they 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 put the conjuring over there and i feel like the conjuring is like oversaturated because it's literally just a reiteration of the exorcism Mm -hmm. literally they just call it the conjuring now so it's like for you to dismiss like what insidious was bringing like more of a mental like spiritual like beyond type thing and people don't talk about it it's good solid series yeah it's creepy i do have like ones that are i like better than others however they're all solid movies. Like, I can still all watch and say, like, this is a really good, scary movie. Mm-hmm. That's a good choice, though. I didn't... That's definitely something that's not me. And those are pretty old. Like, the first Insidious came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. So, it's been basically 10, 11 years already. Yeah. Dang, it has been a while. So, But it's like they spread them out over time so well that when you get one of the films, like... It, they, they don't leave a lot of time between which I like because if you let a film's like heat or steam wear off then you just kind of going to lose it but I feel like they had a good pace and the first one they said was like rated as the best one then, that was really yeah, good they said the first one was rated as the best one that I did look that up because I remember when we, we like, went to see the second one I was kind of trying to see like what the hell you know like I don't get scared <laughs> easily at all I honestly am one of the people that like laugh at scary movies and horror yeah. movies and stuff but Insidious still was that good of a movie even though I'm not scared it still had those jumping points like where it like surprised you because the stuff comes out of nowhere yeah and to me that's a really good film and for me I, I like jump scares I'm not gonna lie if a film gives me the jump scare I'm in there like I'm not gonna lie like remember I, I went to see The Last Conjure. I was mm-hmm. hoping it was like scary but people, you know, you're not going to get terrified scary unless you're, like, a super, like, scary person. But it's just, like, you be wanting those jump scares or you want those moments of suspense. And if a film gives you that, then it's good. Like, The City is, like, this first one I watched, I went back and watched that. And I'm sitting there like, man, this is about to scare me. Got my head down, covering my face. <laughs> <laughs> then the second one we see in the theater, you're like, why are you not looking at it? I'm like, well, yeah, this joke. The one with the bride in it? That was, yeah, yeah. When she, <laughs> you know, like, That's all I got to yeah, say. Yeah, if you are a scary though. movie lover and you haven't watched those, I recommend it. I mean, you could think that my um, recommendation is trash, but yeah, this is I'm only only really solely based off of opinion. Yeah, I mean, but um, this city is definitely good. I agree, hundred percent. These are all good picks right now. So, yeah, you're next again. Okay, so for me, uh, next up, I did just I forgot it already. I'm sorry, y'all. So for me, I was thinking about. Um, like I, back to the same category, not really like horror, but like suspense. And I know what films I'm naming are kind of like not recent, but they are kind of recent. This is the most recent one, but <laughs> I'm gonna take a, a step and say something that should be talked about more is like Get Out. 
but we know why it's not talked about. Mm-hmm. I like that movie a lot. I really don't want. I don't. I, but I don't, I don't like to sit and watch movies like that back to back because it's kind of like. Yeah. That was well. But it was I, it very did get a lot good. Of, it got mixed ratings. Yes, but you know why? Anyway, mm-hmm. but the the we gonna take the official Rotten Tomatoes rating was like ninety nine, literally for it. So it's still like one of the highest rated films mm-hmm. to drop. Also. It did get good critic ratings too. I think the critic ratings was right behind it, like not even ten percent under it. So it was like that's the critic rating. But for me, I'm saying it should be mentioned more in the class because of the type of film that it was. Like it, it's just like Lil Terrell. He kind of had the little funny spurts, but that man, Daniel man, hey, different man. Yo, that that's a good film. He did a great job. Look, he's done for all of them. You know, they did a good job. It was just like. People don't talk about films like that because of what's behind it. Mm-hmm. But it's basically just shedding light on shit and bringing it forward in a different light, you know, to be honest. So I really think that's definitely a film that should be getting a little more uh, recognition as far as, like, that genre. Like, because you don't see that type of stuff. Like, he does odd films anyway. Yeah. You know, like, but definitely one of, like, one of my favorite films by him. Something I feel like he should, you know... Well, he probably won't tiptoe around it now after that, because that was <laughs> that was like a, a shot right there. Mm-hmm. So, but it was it was definitely a, a good solid film for me, and I think it should be talked about more. I mentioned as a classic pro, but not and not classic level yet. It needs a little more time to be out, and I guess you know people open their mind a little bit to what was trying to be said in that film. But that's the main thing for me. Like, I love the casting. I love the like. It wasn't really like a no huge cliffhanger because. Well, it kind of was for me. I'm not gonna lie. It, it, the first, and that's what kind of kills you. The rewatch value for me is because when a film gives gives away the secret, you can't just you're not gonna forget that. You know, so like when movies get blown for me, like I'll watch a film or hear somebody talk about a film and they tell me what happened. I'm not, I'm not gonna want to see it now. But that's what that's why I say it kills the, the the conversation because it's not a lot of replay value with the you know the plot being a twist and then what you know it is not really no interest in it yet. but you and, go ahead um, yeah. I just want to pause for a second just to go over some of the stats yeah. of the movies that we just talked about so yeah. starting off with Waterboy I'm just gonna go with Rotten Tomatoes because that's the most mm-hmm. popular one even though I have my opinions about them too yeah but Waterboy guess how much percentage that they rated that what like 80 90% 33% what because uh, that's see that's that's the that's why they don't they don't talk about it because mm-hmm. of Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes cannot be that damn big. That's amazing. What? Yeah. <laughs> see now that's a shot there. That's a no. That was no shocking. Way. That's the first time I've actually looked mm. at the stats for that movie. But I'm like, how could you like even? Now how could you even like you know judge a movie on a critic scale that's supposed to be funny and. You know, that reverse. Like, you know, what? a lot of people have different styles of what they think is funny. Funny and not. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. Adam Sandler is funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's understand. not That's even crazy. his more serious roles. Like, I'm not going to get back into that. we just going to do a whole nother. Yeah. But on Moving On, Mean Girls got 84%. So that's, that's I feel that's like good. pretty good for a movie. For like as long that. as it's been out, you know, the more people that do reviews, it can change it. So that's good for it to be holding on to eighty four percent. You know. And then the next one um, was the original Avengers. Mm-hmm. The um, Avengers got. Let me see. That the one that came out in twenty twelve. Ninety one percent actually. Mm-hmm. 
a good film. Like I said, for it being the first group lunch of a, yeah. Like, that type of casting and good acting and all, like, yeah, it was it was a good, a solid film. Graphics, CGI on point, is. And then Insidious, um, the first one got 66%. The second one, 39. Oh, I see they, people starting out liking it. See, that's. The third one, 58. And the last one, the um, the last key, thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Mm. So they're kind of like all over yeah, the place. Yeah, but people get turned off with movies instead of the more you do them. That's that's why I hate. But people. I still feel like that's a a full solid series. It is. That's what I'm saying. Like, when to people... be honest, I feel like they could have stopped at three. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the fourth one wasn't bad. It's kind of freaky. Scared, scared hell of me. <laughs> I was like, I liked it, but I don't feel like they judge horror movies or in, you know suspense films like they used to. Because mm-hmm. you will give a classic film, like I said earlier, like Saw or some mm-hmm. way higher rating for some gory bullshit. And what was the other one? That, did you say something after that? Or did we? Oh yeah, yeah, end yeah. Off yeah. At Ascent, I said, um, get out. Now this is gonna be an interesting one. I just wanted to kind of throw that in there because I would like to know. That actually got a 98%. Hey, tell me. Solid, good film. But I, I get what you say when you said, like, it's not really talks about. Mm-hmm. Because nobody has ever made a film like that no, before. Never. Never. never like, never. to be honest, I never knew Jordan Peele was that talented. Mm-hmm. Up until, like, I started seeing these movies and things. Yeah. And that... I'm not, I'm going to lie. What's the other one? Um, It was Get Out, and then there was. Yeah, Get Out had Andy Bellum. I think he did that right. That he? was a really good movie. The one, oh, that's yeah, underrated. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Annabelle was good. We did watch that. That's definitely an underrated definitely, one. Definitely, definitely good movie. It's crazy. If you're yeah, like one hell. of those people that are like into, I say like mystery, yeah, thriller, suspense type thing, right? And I didn't know that she was that great of an actor that was, either. Janelle Monae. Yeah, she did a hell of a job. Hell of a job. That's a good one. That's that would be a good one. I did, it just um, came to my, but yeah. that's not what I was talking about. You talking about us? Mm-hmm. I, me personally, I like. Is that your favorite? I'm not gonna say it's my favorite, but I don't think it was as bad as people said that it was. Right. People said it was bad because it was hard to understand it. But, but he said that he did that purposely. On purpose. It's something that he want people to look into. Think about it. When you start doing those Google searches and YouTube searches me, about theories. It's like the <laughs> the stigma I got from it is that we're our own worst enemy. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. But it was like he he take those mind concepts and bring them forth. Because spoiler like, alert, if you haven't seen that movie yet, I'm just going to basically say what happened. So, um, basically, um, just a short synopsis, there was a family, um, with a little girl, they were at a, um, like a fair Beach, or carnival, a like carnival type, festival thing. type thing, yeah. and I think it was originally set in like the 80s, yeah, 70s or 80s, yeah, something like that, kid, so. but basically, um, you know how kids do at events, they run off and stuff, so basically she ended up running off, um, and leading into like this fun weird house, fun house, fun house tunnel type thing and basically um from there ended up basically getting kidnapped no nah, so she was looking in the mirror at one point and then when she was standing in front of some at, first, at the next time it was a girl that looked just like her like mm-hmm. a, a replica and pretty much from there you don't see what happened but then 
you get to the end of the film, that's what you was gonna say. Like what happened, like pretty much, like you said, the own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Well, so we can say what happened without actually giving away that whole ending. So, yeah. but yeah, so that's generally like they show her looking at some a girl exactly like her. And then from there, the, it time skips forward to the family being grown. They show who the girl is now when she's an adult. She has a family and all that, and they go away back to their beach house where she was at initially when she was a kid. And from there, it's just like the discovery part. And from there, I'll just say check the film out. Like you said, pretty much everybody out there is literally you're your own worst enemy. More than <laughs> yeah, you you could be your own worst enemy and, and not even do a type thing. That's what I think. You like you said, that's what it was yeah. getting at. Like exactly what you said. So good movie definitely should be talked about more but yeah like i said we did get like people bit. gave that movie really bad ratings yeah, and i just don't because understand they didn't why understand, they didn't understand and it was but you I, know i'm that type of analytical yeah. person i like figuring but, stuff like that out yeah but that's not fair though that they give a movie like that a low rating when you got shit like the shining right <laughs> like no the shining like i said don't get me wrong they got that shit as a core uh, fucking classic like the shining i'm like what and then it's like you, I'm, i watched it i'm like bro this joint is so all over the place but you gave us, like, mm-hmm. you know, gave us. That's the, controversial. The yeah, it's like, don't like what? to say stuff like that. Like, you get the shining is decent, but it ain't like no fucking classic. That's like some people. That's, I mean, to stop. people it is. <laughs> to a lot of people it is. I mean, I'm not saying it's not like a good movie. But I'm saying for a movie to be as all over the place as it was at certain points, I'm like, cool. I like the shining, but you can't. You got to give films a chance. You got to keep your mind open. And with a movie like the shining, you had to keep your mind open because I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Mm-hmm. You know. But it, it turned out to be decent. Like I said, I loved it. But it was you can't. Yeah, like I'm saying, just recognize the other films is doing the same thing. That's you know that's been done. So. But I do have another one though. Um, this is one that we watched a little bit more recently. Um, that we both were a little bit confused at. But um, do you remember Don't Let Go? With Stormy oh, yeah. Reed and um I can't remember what is uh um David I can't pronounce his last name it's like a I believe African last name but that left me kind of like confused because yeah. to me it was like I guess they were in two different realities it, it seemed like kind of on like some manifest type yeah. stuff or or she like like she was saying she is she was dead but she was like. She was going from their world, but she was still like not. She didn't pass all the way over. Basically, or something like she was. Yeah. So like basically, she was like in purgatory. Mm-hmm. So where she could still talk or communicate in our world through like objects or other you know shit mm-hmm. like that. But I was like, like you said, it makes you. That think. was a really good movie though. It's solid movie. And this I never heard like, a lot of people talk about it. That's why it took me so long to watch it. Yeah, and I agree with that. That's definitely should, that's another one that should be definitely talked about. Gotta watch that. Gotta watch it because it is it. We I was hesitant about it, but when I actually checked, I was like, "Yo, okay, all right." And Stormy Reed is a pretty good actor. She's on Euphoria, one of our favorite shows as well. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I definitely I feel like a movie like that, you you, people don't do a lot of those films either because of you know, uh, people be saying the weird thing. But we go get away. But it's it's definitely a good film. And that got a forty three percent. But you know what? Mm-hmm. The type, the way the story's told, Cricket Cop Boys, you know, that joint ain't gonna get no no buzz. You, are, you know that. <laughs> but um, I might got one more. So let me see. So I, I was thinking about, we're talking about all these like classic films, kind of. And this is one I passed by um, when I was looking through my list of things that I was trying to see how, what I watched recently. Um, but I, this is more of an older one. Now, I know like 
a lot of people probably have seen Alien Predator, but I was really young when I seen this film. And for me to be really young, then mistakenly going and getting a ticket to the wrong movie because I didn't want to see, I couldn't see my movie, I had to go back home when I was younger, was Alien vs. Predator. I was there that night to see Yu-Gi-Oh! the movie and get some free cards. How did you mix Just, those two movies up? No, I didn't mix it. Let me tell you what happened. Pretty much, long story short, I got dropped out Regal with one of my old friends from the camp um, named, what's his name, Brandon? Or, yeah, Brandon. Brandon. And we went to the register to get the booster cards to go see the movie. They said it's Showtime was sold out. So he was like, man, you want to just see AVP? I said, it's right R. He said, we should be able to get it. He went over there and got it. Uh, and they didn't ID him anything. We were young as hell. I don't know how he got the tickets, but we went to switch our tickets out for that. Because Well, he said, well, he got our tickets for that. And then we went to the theater. Watched the film. Now, I'm, you know, I didn't know anything really about Alien vs. Predator. Like, I had seen, like, little snippets of it but back then i'm watching cartoons i remember that shit the movie literally is action packed like it's, it reminded me of like 28 days later in the beginning because people was getting like or you know this is like a vampire film because people's getting snatched up in the beginning then it's like you get your sci-fi science fiction crazy shit in the middle and i was into like stargate and all that shit star trek back in the day definitely so that was like yo me being super young watching this type of film I'm like man this is crazy action pack then the damn mother elliot come out in i was like man i love that movie so the movie i don't know what the ratings look like for that film but for me watching that back then it's definitely a, um, a part of a big series like alien and predator uh you know honest wish nigga being known for cassette in that joint um, back in the day of course but definitely watch the older ones with that one yeah i that's that was the first one i got to first then i went back and watched the older one so i that was my favorite one. It actually got me into that whole series after watching AVP. So. <laughs> That's another good one. I do have a few more. Um, so, this might be another little controversial one, but I feel like for movies as far as, like, um, I guess I would categorize them as, like, classic black family films. Mm-hmm. Films. I feel like ATL mm. doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, we gon' we gon' yeah. That, and I'm gonna say this because it don't. It's not scaled. It's not scaled on a certain level. It's literally talked about amongst the black community. Yeah, bro. people don't be like, oh, AT, no, ATL is one of those but, generational type. Yeah, yeah like I would put that in the yeah. same category as movies like. Let me see, mm, like the classic black movies. Like, yeah, shoot. We can say like Hustle and Flow. Same realm, because Hustle and yeah. Flow is definitely a classic. And I feel like it's definitely closely related there. Like I guess uh, I would I would put ACL up there like with like Baby Boy. Yeah. Because ba- honestly, nah. to me, Baby Boy is really not that great of a movie. Oh. I might get shunned from the black community from oh. saying that, but I just feel like it's that not acting. that replayable for BT to be to be breaking the record like that. No, it, no I ain't gonna say it. I'm gonna say it's the the acting ain't top tier it's like young actors actresses type shit like and i feel like that's what kind of killed it was the acting it wasn't like top tier it was just the storyline how they played it was like some typical type shit but the way the acting played out it was like they could have like yeah but I ain't gonna say it's not a good movie because I definitely be tripping. I'm not saying it's not good. But it's oh, I feel like it is overrated. It's overrated. Yeah, just say it. Just say it. It is overrated. Let's say it's overrated. I'll say that 
But it's not the only reason I say it is not scaled like that because Bay was technically not even scaled outside the black community either. People mm-hmm. don't, yeah, you don't see general any other, you know, race really mentioning. Oh, you seen Baby Boy? Like, like, I'm baby Boy? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, so I get that though. But, but yeah, ATL. ATL I definitely, think that's yeah. definitely a classic movie. Yeah, for oh, our yeah. generation. Oh, for, I, and I got one right behind you. Drumline. Drumline is probably one of my favorite films. Though. That was a really good movie. Regardless, I ain't gonna, Nick Cannon is yeah. very corny, but he's actually Did. a pretty decent actor. That movie, that's my movie. I rewatched Drumline. Hey, Drumline was my shit, man. Hey, it made me want to start. And if you want to say that, boy. throw in Love Don't Cost a Thing. Love Don't Cost a Thing, too. Definitely a classic film. And I feel like I love watching movies like back in the And remember, we was tripping on how we said they used to cast some grown ass motherfuckers. Yes, for the kids. because they <laughs> but, did not look like they belonged yeah. in high school. But I guess they did that for the role, you know, for people to have some decent actors. But that movie right there, too. Love Don't Cost a Thing is my shit, too. Definitely. Um, I'm not gonna say another this one because it's not. So we're not gonna mention this one. It will go ahead to. I mean, I'll say, yeah. But those two films, like you said, Lord of Cross Stand. What were you Drum gonna Line, say? I want to. No, know no, because it's not one. It's not one. It's definitely not one. I just I shouldn't even throw that at you. I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say. Uh, what was it? Oh God, what the heck was? <laughs> you guys, sir. <laughs> The acting is like I mean the acting was cheekies, trash, bro, but, but the concept of yo, it Yo, it had me in that joint trying to crumb. I was in that joint dancing, like, hold up. Wait a minute. It's just one of those like cringe type but movies. But it's and that, like I said, it's one that's mentioned in the black so much that I'm gonna put it out there like yo, you guys I actually had that on bootleg DVD when I was me too. a kid. He, hey, spin that joint right up. Look, hey, oh, sh- oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we can't talk about that on there. No. We, we ain't have it on. Like, yeah, we that. can. That was a thing back from the out the, <laughs> the millennial age. Oh, Lime wire and all that other stuff. <laughs> that's a whole nother. No, we gonna leave that alone. <laughs> that's a whole nother um <laughs> podcast. But um another movie that a lot of people that I didn't think talks about, which I actually like, was The Blind Side. The one oh with Sandra, with Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Oh, the true story about the football player. Can I player. keep it real with you? I haven't fully watched it. It's actually a pretty I good movie. Fully wa- for real? Okay. That's probably. Like I know one of about my it because it was talk. It was definitely nominated for some shit and all that, but I never sat down and just started. But you know, finish. Sandra Bullock is one of my favorite actors. Oh yeah, ouch. Sandra, any Sandra Bullock film, I try to give a chance. I ain't gonna lie. Even if I feel like it'll be a, a, a whack film, I'll still watch it because Sandra Bullock in it. She definitely do do a, uh, an amazing job. You know, most every damn thing she plays. But I thought that it was actually based off a true story. And I think that she did an amazing job. I think that it was an all-around good movie. But you don't really hear a lot of people talk about that. Nah, but I haven't watched it solid, so I can't really speak 100% on it. I definitely, yeah, I definitely will try to watch it. Yeah, because I... I, I like films like that. I like those like remember Titan type Bob films. I ain't gonna it, that's I what just, it honestly <laughs> reminds me. That's of, all. Like that's the only comparison I can think of. I was like Coach Carter, even Coach Carter. I'm gonna say man, Coach Carter was good too. Yeah, I'm gonna leave them, but definitely good as a movie. But but I'm rattling. We're kind of just rambling them oh, off no. now. Well, I got but one more. Go yeah, I got one more. This is the last one I'm gonna do. I don't care what nobody say. I've seen sci-fi films. I've seen shit done. Like way out of space, we got like the Avengers with the multiverse stuff going on now. But for a good solid, is classified as action and sci-fi film, starring my boy Tom Cruise, Edge of Tomorrow. The Edge of Tomorrow 
probably was one of the movies that shocked me the goddamn most. Like I don't I, think I fully watched please, that either. I'm gonna tell you. Synopsis, I don't wanna give away the story. I'm gonna try to keep a spoilers out as best as possible. He's basically time skipping, time looping every day. I'ma leave it right there. But it's in a setting of him being in an alien war in an armor combatant suit. I just leave that right there. More to it. Good action. Crazy storyline. He does a hell of a job in the character development part. Definitely Age of Tomorrow. It came out in 2014. Like I said, action and sci-fi about two hours long. Hmm. Good, good ass movie. Literally watched that shit so many times just off stream and just just because I wanted to watch something. But that's my last one. Definitely Tom Cruise, Edge of Tomorrow, last movie. Definitely need to be talked about more. And I do have, just to end this off, I have one more series. And this kind of got mixed reviews too, but for our generation, I feel like it's one of the funniest classic series, The Hangover. Oh, that's a hell of a one to end with though. Okay, yeah. Definitely. We might, honestly, guys, I think we're going to make this a part two, and maybe we'll get some guests for the next, you know, one. Yeah. Because this is a good conversation to get people, you know, hyped up and that stuff flowing. So and I think that. Inform about films that you may not have seen, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody's going to have a lot of different opinions. And, and also, yeah. I came up with an idea. I think I also want to do shows as well. Okay. Because there's a lot of hidden gem shows that people don't know about that are really good. Yeah, it's all about that taking that chance to sit and watch them couple episodes. But you know how they do like the rating thing? They'll be like, "Oh, how many episodes does it take to a show get good?" Mm-hmm. Type thing. Yeah. Then you like. Eh. And I guess I we named it hidden gems, but it's really underrated movies too. We can say underrated, you know, same thing, but it's still like a gem and you just inform somebody about something they may not know. So But the hangover. The hangover. I don't is. care what you say. Excuse my French, that shit is fucking funny. Yeah. The first hangover the first movie hangover, yo. is a fucking classic. Like that if they would have just left it right there, it would have been yeah. enough for the culture right there. The only reason I'ma say I agree with you with that is cause the way they ended it, I thought that was it. The wedding they got to the wedding we what happened, guys? Boom, camera roll, and they started showing you what happened. But the second credits. one was funny as hell too. The I first like this two segment. Hangover movies. Yeah. The first one is a classic, but that pickup in the second one was yes. crazy because it was like they lit off the grid, getting fucked up overseas. Type Zach, shit. Oh, I cannot pronounce his last name. Yeah, but that is a funny dude. Yeah, yo, he's a fucking idiot. I don't know, he's funny as hell. I didn't know he was that funny. Like, from Hangover and then his other one I watched called Mastermind. Definitely. I don't think I've ever watched that. You gotta check it out. But hey, back to back to Hangover. Yeah. He 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 really set the tone. For and it's movie. so funny because, like, each of them were funny in their own way. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, me and my best friends watched it. And we, like, picked out who which character yeah, was exactly. each person. Yeah. But Bradley Cooper is low key funny too. He's just Jeez. more of a serious tone, He's like asshole type expert, funny. Man. And um, the other dude, Ed Helms. Yeah. He is funny as shit too. Ed. And the combination <laughs> of all three of them together was just Good like screen, amazing. Screen chemistry, and I hated how they added a fourth. Friend. Oh, and Justin Bartha too. But he really but wasn't, he wasn't in, in it. it. That's for what I'm real. saying. I hate how they had a fourth guy. But I know that was for the plot. But I hate how they had the fourth guy that really didn't have no. Buzz behind him. I want is funny. 
He was mm-hmm. just like the average like guy. Like, and then yeah. Ken Jong. Oh, is that yeah. my saying Kim, that right? Kim, Kim Jong. Yeah, Kim Jong. Yeah, whatever. Then Kim Jong. Whatever. Yeah, but that man, yo, hilarious. He a good comedian too, but he is definitely like a funny ass actor. Like, I, I, and then people always say, "Oh, do you talking about the one that said say fuck you or someone suck it motherfucker type shit, whatever on a uh, Hangover?" I'm like, no, he he was on the, he was on uh, the community too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he had. And then watching on. his actual um, stand up that we watched kind of gave me more of an insight head, of yep. like him, but just back to the yeah, that yeah. was a funny ass movie, yeah. like. That brought it together. Like, all the wacky shit that happened throughout each film. Like, I told you how I said my opinion about, like, the third one was kind of swayed, though, because it was like they turned the story too much towards... And I'm going to give my opinion on that. I feel as though, like, the producers and stuff were saying they didn't know the film was going to get as big of a reaction as it did. So I feel like because each character had their own little type story, it's like once they made the second one, it's like the third one was kind of a given. Like, they couldn't just have everybody, you know, doing all this shit and then right. leave out Alan. Yeah. So it's kind of like they ha- needed to, like, finish the story, I feel like. Yeah, but I feel like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I get they wanted to probably close it out because if it was a trilogy, then they could just stop it on the third and saw everything just dead it after that. But I do feel like it... The third one, like I, I'm not gonna say it wasn't funny, cause all of them, like I said, they all are funny ass movies. But it's, it's just, just like, it wasn't necessary. It was they was creating more of a storyline so much by the end of it. It was more like now it's like okay, y'all trying to just finish. We, like you said, they trying to finish this shit. So it ain't like they was oh yeah, we got a solid ass classic. Cause Hangover One is definitely a classic. If it's not one, it was if it wasn't one before this podcast episode, it is one after this one. We gonna just put that right there, like. Yeah, Hangover One at least is definitely a classic. The trilogy it got a seventy nine percent, yeah, which is not as bad as they usually give. Like comedy movies like that, that's an unorthodox comedy movie. I've never seen something like that. The like, second one like, actually got thirty four percent. Just think about how, think about how different that is for you to have a, a movie based off of a night that you don't see on film. You just see the aftermath, mm-hmm. and then all the shit that come after that shit is like. Ingenious. Who actually um, was the I creator forgot. of that? The producer or director? I don't know. I can, we can definitely check that. That's definitely because yeah, I've never, and honestly, I really hope that they do not end up remaking it because I feel like that's a movie that you just can't remake. Oh, Todd Phillips. Oh yeah, that man known for hella movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta say he directed the Joker, the the one with Joaquin, Joaquin, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, mm-hmm. but another underrated movie. Oh yeah, 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 we, yeah. But <laughs> but um. That is just a classic. Like, that's something that's, that I'm going to show my kids when they get a little bit older. Like, this is, like, our classic <laughs> movie. One of the classic movies of all time, I yeah. feel like. Because nobody has ever, like you said, just the way that they put shit together. <laughs> like, the comedy, the chemistry on screen. Because, like, I'm going to tell you, in the first one, when they was on the roof and they started showing, like, the them tears in the jump. Before it cut off and time skipped to the morning, I was like, oh, we about to see a wild-ass night. Mm-hmm. And as you know, boom, they, everybody just fucked. Like, it's, like, literally, <laughs> like, fucked up. Like, it's, it's been, nigga got the damn hot, um, Vegas Boulevard sign in their room. They like, stole the police st- car. Stole the police car. Got Mike Tyson's tiger, a fucking baby in the closet. What the fuck? <laughs> like. Tiger, oh, yeah, the tiger, the, man, the tiger was in the bathroom, yeah, mm-hmm. but, like, what? But they broke into his house to steal broke it. Broke into his house. Yo, like, wow. Like, what kind of drug are <laughs> like, you on to be able to do all that <laughs> shit? Because he, he roofied him. <laughs> but I'm like, what the f- 
fuck did you be out off the roofy? They was like, then Mike Epps had the little cameo because Doug, yeah, I'm black Doug. Come on, bro. But yeah, that's definitely definitely one of the. I feel like underrated hidden funny movies. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say hidden, just more so people don't put it up there with the like classic funny Mm -hmm. films. Yeah, I'm telling you, that put an older film up there quick. Like, mm-hmm. man, like we said, like, about, like, remakes and all, but yeah, that's definitely a good one. I didn't think of that, but. But yeah, just, um, I guess, ending off, guys, do you have any movies that you personally feel like are hidden gems? Definitely hit us up on Twitter and stuff. Um, like, we're trying to get more active. I keep on saying that, but we really have. I've, we've been posting more. We need to get on Twitter. Um, if you guys have any ideas, like definitely DM us, shoot us a tweet. Like we're trying to take this podcast honestly to the next level. So being would you more like to add to that? Yeah, just literally being more interactive with everybody. You know, appreciate like again anybody that's listening. We do thank you all for your support. Um, we have been at this for about what, like almost two years now. Mm-hmm. So this is our third season. Yeah, third season. Been at about almost going on two years. Hoping for it to see more growth. Um, definitely want to try to get more active on social media. But it, like she said, for this podcast in particular, do you have any hidden gem flicks that you want to mention? You know, just definitely hit us up on our uh, social media handles. Uh, you can go ahead and at B O F S podcast. We've been at this for two years right, cool. and so, <laughs> still can't one, remember the handle. Just, just make sure you got that. But yes, but you go ahead and close us out. But thank you guys again for y'all support. You know, so it's been three seasons for us. We're going to keep rocking. Just want to get more inactive with you guys out there. Um, you can go ahead and close out. Yeah, but once again, um, we enjoyed you guys. I hope you enjoyed us. Once again, this is Aja. This is Lamar. And this is BOFS. <laughs>